So first of all, please could you introduce yourself and just tell us a little about your current roles? Uh, my name is Alexander Videnovic. Uh, I'm a neurologist. I practice at Massachusetts General Hospital. Uh, my areas of expertise are movement disorders and sleep medicine. Uh, and uh, my faculty appointment with, uh, is with the Harvard Medical School, where I'm an associate professor of neurology. Thank you. So you're leading a session here at the AAN annual meeting on how to start a career in clinical trials. Could you give us a brief overview of this? Sure. Well, um, here at the annual meeting, we have this experiential learning area, which is largely geared to um, towards uh, junior neurologists. Um, um, and covers really broad topics about the career development and one of these sessions is related to building a career in clinical trials. In my everyday work I do a lot of clinical trials um, either as a principal investigator uh, or a coordinating principal investigator and um, uh, we decided that this year we're going to put this programming for junior colleagues to introduce them to um, possibilities to build clinical trials into their um, careers. Um, I think um, nowadays it's a wonderful opportunity to have a career in clinical trials because finally in the field of neurology we have so many new exciting treatments that are being translated from a laboratory to um, uh, first in human use or even to patients use and um, uh, it is therefore very important that we um, mm -hmm. enable young people to um, pursue this um, career and that can only be done if they build a knowledge base that is really necessary. Mm -hmm. uh, so this is really what this session was about, um, just giving some broad overviews about um, careers in clinical research. It's certainly an exciting time to be starting a, a career in neurology. So what are the, some of the most common challenges in a career in clinical trials? Uh, well, the main challenge is that really um, for trainees that are coming out of uh, residency training or even um, from a fellowship training, uh, there is really lack of understanding and even didactic curricula on how to build um, career in clinical research. and. Um, uh, uh, that lack of uh, didactic teaching during um, training in neurology and subsequently in subspecialties, subspecialties of neurology, we are struggling with uh, um, with uh, uh, junior colleagues who really don't have a knowledge base uh, to participate in clinical trials. So I would say um, one would really need to advocate and. Um, learn how to best gain that theoretical knowledge, what does it entail to uh, be a clinical trialist. And the other aspects of that learning curve is certainly what are the best ways to get hands-on training once that theoretical knowledge has a little bit sunk in and once there is a theoretical base, I believe there is a time where one needs to transition to doing things. Um, and therefore, I think there is, a, there is a challenge both by how to prepare yourself so you can do some meaningful work and help your colleagues who are running clinical trials, but um, also how to gain um, knowledge uh, about the field. And so on the flip side, what would you say are the most rewarding aspects of a career in clinical trials? And do you have any personal highlights from your career so far? Well, I, uh, it is really very rewarding because uh, in order to bring therapies to our patients, uh, all these um, either drugs or devices 
really need to be rigorously studied in um, designated disease states so that we make sure that these are safe and efficacious and worthy treatments. And um, I think it's really noble goal to be part of that work and research force that can bring therapies to our patients. Um, and um, at the same time, uh, on an individual level, from a career perspective, uh, I believe this is also a very nice career um, path. It involves a lot of teamwork and team building skills. Um, it provides interactions with the patients on a very different level than just the regular patient-physician interactions. Um, and um, certainly no one is more excited uh, about bringing new therapies to market than patients. So they are really, uh, and their caregivers, they are really our great allies, you know, mm -hmm. in terms of um, um, when it comes to res clinical research mission. Great. And so finally, what last piece of advice would you give to those thinking of starting a career in clinical trials? Uh, well, I would say, number one, don't get intimidated. Number two, talk to your senior colleagues in your departments who are already running clinical trials. Uh, further, there are many resources and educational courses, um, uh, both available globally through web platforms but also the individual institutions and these individual programming can be really uh, very useful in uh, getting that theoretical knowledge about clinical trials. Um, one needs to start very gradually and I would suggest that probably the best way would be for an individual um, to um, approach a senior investigator who is already doing a job of a principal investigator on a trial and inquire if there is a possibility that um, you may join as a co-investigator and do some blinded ratings, etc., uh, or even just be um, shadowing that, that uh, more senior PI and learning what does it take to do clinical trials. Um, so these are usually baby steps, but I, I think these would, be, these would be two very important components see resources and learn from resources that are already available and then do some hands-on training uh, with the supervision or a, of, a, of a senior clinical trialist. Brilliant. Thank you very much and thank you for joining us today. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Mm -hmm.